Welcome to the Book Squad Podcast. 94% bookish banter, 6% shenanigans. From Lawrence Public Librarians, Kate Gramlich and Polly Kim. That's our new song. <laughs> new year, new song. <laughs> wow. Right. Let's just do that, actually. You know, forget the book. <laughs> That's oh not my a song. I don't even know what's wrong with me. I don't. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. I think you just keep going. Okay. Um, so last episode was our first one back um, after a little hiatus. Okay, I've been I've been doing this <laughs> so much. I've been doing it's a hiatus. We didn't go to we didn't go to hiatus. No, I know. Hiatus. I've, been, I've been doing this a lot lately, like do, ending all words. I think I don't know if it's from if it's Alexis from. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm channeling Alexis from Schitt's Creek, but like I don't know if she actually does that. It's just that I've been. Uh, but I will do it again, okay. and I probably did it in the last episode. Oh, I, just, I hope. Okay, yeah. looking forward to it. Well, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna try to use full words. Okay. Um, so last time, last episode, we didn't get to do uh, a she said she said because we had a lot of catching up to do. Um, and uh, so this time, this is all about the she said she said, which is it is um, thrilling. It is to me, and I love I this know. book. I'm so glad. Okay, so let's just not say what it is for a okay, minute. For um, a minute. <laughs> so you probably I think talked about this book uh, in. Um, one of the two book minimums, um, and uh, it's super cute. It's like like aesthetically adorable. This little book, yes, and, it is. Um, and we got it for our book club, and then your book club read it. And uh, my friend Ruby, who's in the book club, um, she's still in that one. And uh, I was like, we should read, we should read this one. And you were so excited mm-hmm. because this is way too much backstory. I don't know if anyone cares, but uh, <laughs> anyway, suffice this it is, to okay. say, actually, you know what? I'm going to just admit this right here. This is the first book I've finished since a while. August? Oh, When wow. was our last podcast episode? Maybe October. since September? No, because in well, our I don't October know. we read. What did we talk about? Or did Boop. we? <laughs> I know. Okay, that was my first one. Did I even finish that one? I'm not sure. I'm not um, sure. But it's my first one since. I'm glad this was your first book yes, back. Yes, it was really so, it's okay. so good. Now, what are we even talking about? Okay. Um, we're talking about Meet Me at the Museum by Anne Youngson. And I keep, I, the other day I was talking about it, and I was like, it's by Annie Youngman. And I was like... <laughs> Like I any do, young any young man is what I just want. Any young man, Annie I do want to say Annie. I know it's Anne with an E, but like, but like for Anne some reason, Youngson. yeah, it's um, not young men either. So no, it's not. Oh, so, Annie Youngman. <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you. Let me tell you about mm-hmm. Anne Youngson before mm-hmm. we get started. Okay. So I first encountered this book on. I was on. Went to a panel at some conference or other, and mm-hmm. she was there. Maybe it was Book Expo. And she was one of the featured authors, and she was charming. I bet she was. She was charming. Totally, totally. And like really, but also just really brilliant. Like you could Mm -hmm. tell she was just like super brilliant. Uh And but the important thing that you need to know Uh is that Anne Youngson is seventy years old, Uh and this is her debut novel. Ah. That's awesome. Yes. Um, like that knocked my socks off. Because and it just says it she's just, retired. It doesn't even say what she did before. It's nope. like this is her whole new life is freaking retired and has three grandchildren. Um, so she novel. apparently she does have another novel coming out. Mm. So I think it's called Three Women in a Boat. Not mm. sure when it's coming out. Uh, but but that I was just charmed yeah. by so, that. 
And oh, and it goes so well with the book, the characters. Yes. So, okay. The basic setup here is that um, there is a woman, uh, Tina, who uh, she recently lost her bestest best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's kind of living an isolated life uh, on an English farm with her husband and um, some, with three adult children. Uh, and she, like, she got married because she got pregnant um, and just the, like, having abortion was not really an option or was, right. like, totally discouraged. I don't, yeah. yeah. And, um, but she does mention, like, kind of that right. she kind of, I don't know if she wishes she would have gotten one or, like, had, wishes it was an option or something yeah. like that. Maybe. But she at least mentions that, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm assuming they're in their 60s. I think at one point... She said she married her husband at 20 and it's been 40 years later. Okay. So I assume she's 60. Okay. I assume cool. they're both 60 in the neighborhood of 60. And their marriage is like, um, it's. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. No. So I'm trying to figure they're both, out. How they both to... farmed. Okay. So they both farmed together. She's, she's a, she's like, is just self described as farmer's wife. Like right. she manages everything. She does all the cooking, all the stuff. She is a work horse. Yes. As yeah. I think how she would yeah. describe herself for yes. better or for worse. Um, and then, uh, and she and her friend, um, Bella, they had wanted to meet uh, or go to, um, where am I going? Where'd they go? Where Denmark. They going? Is it Denmark? Silksburg yeah. or yes. something yeah. like that? To see the Tolland man. Tolland man. Tolland? Tolland. Tolland man. Tolland man. Mm-hmm. Which I knew absolutely nothing about before this book, by the way. Oh, and I had really? To it. Oh, yeah. I love black yeah. people. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah. So we will add links I think to this people. book took me a minute longer to read because I put it down and was like, Oh, it was like just scrolling everything. People. Yeah. And so if you don't know, like me, um, the tall man is a, is a bog person, which means that um, he was, uh, well, killed uh, brutally and um, laid to rest in uh, mm-hmm. a bog. A peat bog. Yeah. And that somehow some chemically magic like preserves the skin, basically. And so you just become this like preserved flesh bag with nothing inside. But oh, you have stuff inside. Oh, you do have stuff inside? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought it you disintegrated just, it your just, bones. Well, it might. A little bit. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you're not like a plump, like, you're not. Right. You're a little saggy. It sort but, of desiccates you a yeah. little and re- and replaces yeah. your fluids with the peat. Yeah. It's like a natural, firm, um, not fermentation. <laughs> From Aldehyde? <laughs> you're fermented. I am fermented right now. Um. Uh, but um, so then you look up this picture of the bog man and he just looks like he's just this peaceful, sleeping, older man. At least that's what I'm imagining right now. But he's maybe he was just younger. I don't know. Completely gray. Yeah. Um, and he did. Uh, and he did. But he just looks really peaceful. But he was hung, hanged. And that's how he died. It's just bizarre. It's just yeah. It's a bizarre whole thing. So so the other character in yes, this book. Yes, please thank you. I'm going yeah, off on the whole go. thing. So the other character well, this is the other character in this book is Professor Anders, Anders. Larson. Anders, we love him. Um he lives in Denmark. He mm-hmm. is the is he the curator um or something one of the, like that of the museum one of the where professor-y the folks. Yeah. So at. he um uh this is well what you need to know is this is an epistolary novel. Uh-huh. So Tina and Anders um, write back to one another, and the book opens with Tina writing to Anders. Mm-hmm. Well, to Professor. Oh well, Glob. Actually, yes, to yes, writing Which to his real name. Yes, writing to this professor. This professor wrote a book, and he dedicated it to his daughter and to um, thirteen schoolgirls, and those schoolgirls include. 
Um, Bella and Tina Tina because um, they had written, I think they had a question and they'd written to him. So Mm -hmm. um, he dedicates to them. She finally writes to him about. She signs a T. Hopgood, Mrs. So like a thing about epistolary novels I really like is like being able to tell how the relationship is progressing or like how the friendship or whatever is progressing based on the signatures and stuff. Right. Like how the, how the salutation or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. I know. So, um, so, but you know, um, Professor Glob was probably a very old man when they were Uh young. And so he has since departed this earth and Anders, um, is like, and she didn't leave, put a, she didn't put a, an email address. And Uh so he has to write her back to say, Sorry, he died. You know, he died, but um, the tall and man is here. You can come see mm-hmm. it. Blah blah blah. So, um, but then she writes him back. Well, okay. So hold on, though. Why what? In the first one, I, I didn't. I didn't care for her uh, immediately because she's very. <laughs> well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just self-deprecating characters annoy me. Um, but like mm. you understand, mm-hmm. you end up understanding where she's coming from, mm-hmm. but she's talking about like how she wants, like, she's like, I do want to be special. I want there to be significance, um, in the connection made between you, Professor Glob, uh, and me in 64 that links back to the man buried in the bog 2000 years below. So she wants to like, like, you can kind of tell that she's seeking some sort of like meaning in her life right mm-hmm. away. Right. Um, and, but then she's like, please do not bother if you do not think I justify your time. And I'm like, oh, girl. Right. Just drop that. I mean. I know. I know. But at first I was like, oh, God, is this whole thing going to be? It's not. No. Just so we know. Yeah. But that's where she was mentally when she wrote mm-hmm. the first letter. Yeah. And then uh, Mr. Um, the, oh, the curator, which is how he signs the first mm-hmm. one, um, is just very like no nonsense. He's like, um, he died in 85. He would have been over 100 years old, which is not impossible, but but unlikely or whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, why wouldn't you be able to come visit? Um, it, and then he like lays out like the convenient times of doing it and the whole like rigmarole of the actual journey. <laughs> so like he misses any sort of emotional thing that she's like putting into the letter and he's just comment or he's just focused on like the details. Um, and then pretty early um, she starts just kind of like, responding with the reason why she couldn't come was emotional and not like a um mm-hmm. logistical error or whatever right. and then then it's like then he gives his first name and then she gives her you know right. so it's they begin they begin this like series of correspondence that is just so sweet it becomes so sweet. It's sweet, but also I tell people like this book is not so gushy su- sweet. Right. I tell all. people this book is so sweet and then I have people go and I'm like, okay, by the end of it, but also, okay, it is philosophically uh-huh. like oh, deep. Yes. It oh, yeah. It's in. not just sweet, and it's not right. like sugary sweet. It's right. It's just. It's like a convers. It really is like this conversation that you. It's what reminds me of the conversations that Ruby and I have just about like what brought you to this place in your life, and like. What are the opportunities or the raspberries that you missed picking? <laughs> and like, can you go back through the bushes of the raspberries and repick mm-hmm. them? And like, it's just, it's super philosophical. Yeah, it really is. So, I mean, it's philosophical, uh, like just about, you know, this I- introspection, this mm-hmm. inward looking, it's mm-hmm. philosophical 
outward looking. Um, it's philosophical. There's some like ethical like, issues. Right. Like yep. they discuss like things that their kids go through that are um, like uh, I mean, debates about what's right and what's wrong right. and things so, like yeah. that. Um, so as they, I mean, the thing that I, I think exactly what you, like, I love kind of like going through and being like, all right, when did they, uh-huh. who, who wrote the first, like, dearest or whatever, or, or like yeah. love so-and-so. Who wrote the first, I mean, I don't know when they ever wrote love. I don't think know if they ever wrote Oh yeah, they did. They did. They did. Um, but she, but it was like very clearly like a friend and I was uh-huh. watching and like, she's more, um, Effusive, is that though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I think the love was, I mean, like, I, I assign things love, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yes, and looking for that, but I, but I love, like, we're in the middle of writing something, like, they'll, um, that one of them would say, um, I wish that you mm-hmm. were next to me mm-hmm. to experience it or mm-hmm. something, you know. Yeah. But, or I thought of you right. when I saw that tree. Right. And, yeah, yeah. In a way where it's like, you know, kind of philosophical and then just like a little like yeah. note of longing uh-huh. to be and like they've with never, that person. Yeah. They never but, saw each other. I mean, you know, no. like it's not like, and the cute thing is that, so it started out with letters and then maybe because the author like realized that that was not going to be a practical thing right they end up writing the letters which i love writing them longhand and then scanning them and sending them in as an attachment right and then save stamps um mm-hmm. and i was like oh, that's what i should do with my friends who i i don't feel like buying stamps and stuff. right you know but we still get to like they printed them out but you still get to like just read their right. handwriting and it still takes the physical amount for of time some reason writing. i missed that for some reason i thought they were typing it and then saving oh, it as I in hope. a document oh. And I don't know. I just it. hope that. I guess. Well, yeah. No, I don't know. For some reason, I miss it. Oh, I hope I, it's their handwriting. It would be better if it was their handwriting. I think I maybe I just skipped over that, or I just um, was wishful thinking. But <laughs> one of those two things. But I like it. But mm. you know, they also um, send each other things. Yeah. So, and I will tell you, and I can't remember what page it was on. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you, like there is one entry, like one. Uh, I don't even want to say what it is, but there's one entry that at the end, like at the end of the letter, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was no, the, I had a lot of feelings. Can I say one word? Yeah. It was the briefcase. Oh, yes. Absolutely. The briefcase, I was blubbing at yeah. the end of yeah. the briefcase letter. Well, and this is, so they say this, um, just to kind of say where Anders is coming from, uh, Professor Anders Larson. Um, they say this in like the first sentence of the description, but he had recently, or no, not recently, but he has lost. Was his it twenty? Was it years ago? Maybe not twenty years ago. Was it like it was it a minute ago? 10, it wasn't. It was like yeah. eight to ten years okay. ago, or something like. Six he to lost 10 years his ago. Yeah. wife, and so he is also like in a place. Like they're both just happen to be in places where they're like contemplating their lives and are mm-hmm. like not feeling very connected with other people or right. themselves at all. I think they're at very much at a. Oh, I guess this mm-hmm. is it. Mm-hmm. Place in their yeah. life, and yeah. you know, there's one entry where, like, one of them says, "You know, we have more years behind us than mm-hmm. we have ahead of us," right? And, um, you know, that's. But they're still at a place where it's like you can make a change. Like mm-hmm. they do emphasize that a lot too. Yeah. Um, it's just I lovely. Do. It is lovely. I love. I mean, this is. Um, I. Oh, I can't even say this, but Oof. I I do love that. Um, I love that. This is a love story between two people who are not 
26. Mm-hmm. I know. You know what I, I mean? do love that. Like, you know how I feel about romances. Uh-huh. I love them. No, this I is... love a steamy romance. Yeah. I love a, you know, I, I, but. There was like one point in this where I was like, oh. Okay. There was like a, <laughs> I forgot what it was. I don't know. But there was one hint of like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, you could give this to your grandma. Yes. And like, there would be nothing. But so I. Um, Maybe your grandma wants to steam though. Yeah, I know. That's right. Like, I. I just broke my own rule. You can't ever know who wants what. Um, so, it, but it it it's it was just um, a slow burn. It was, in, yeah, in a way. And, but and, and you also are learning about history, and yeah. you're learning about like the landscape. I learned a lot about um, the English you know, countryside. Well, and I was going to say eviscerating and... a turkey, but yeah, that too. Yeah. It's true. And like pheasants. Yeah, I do love that. I love um, that's that's what I like about certain romances set in, you know, mm-hmm. places that I, you learn. I love when I learn something about the period that mm-hmm. I'm in or about the the setting that mm-hmm. I'm in. Um, those aren't the most important part of the story to me because I am character driven. Mm-hmm. But um, if like they can do, mm-hmm. yeah, if they can do a good job of that, I really love it. And I think, um, I think she does. And I think um, Anne Youngson it's just a, a lovely writer. Well, I was going to say, I can totally imagine that she's like Tina in that she's like delightful and charming, but also she also uses not not like huge words at all, but like she is a she's a very eloquent writer. Uh-huh. Um, and the sweet thing is that Anders is like English isn't his first language. And so he's kind of working on his English this whole time. Right. So he's a little bit like self-deprecating, but he's also like thanking her for teaching him more. Like conversational English, right? And, idioms and yeah. things like that. Um, it oh, and I I love that they're personality wise like very different. Not even just that one is like a curator and very organized at a museum, and the other one is like a um a farm wife. But they like they look at organizing and they look at objects right. differently and stuff, and like they get to share this back and forth, like when they're describing each other's houses and what have you, and. It's like they are very different, but also very like loving of the other person's way of looking at things. And I think about like, so I've I've been thinking about this since I've read it because like I've read it twice now Mm -hmm. and um, like taking that step back. So like two things I think about is one, um, I don't have... I don't have anyone that I write to anymore. Mm, I know. Um, the one person I would write to would be my grandmother. And mm-hmm. like, um, and this was, did Ruby tell you that she, so in oh. book club, I said that, like I, I asked the people in book club, do you have anyone that you write to? And um, like write or yeah, email? Like write to. Oh. And you know, a Ruby couple does of, cards. Right. But. Well, a couple of them said, I email people. Mm-hmm. One lady, this was really cool. Her and her sisters, um, they write, they have a daily email exchange. Like Aww. they email each other every morning. Um, and I was like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. And, you know, because then you have some record of mm-hmm. it. I know. I do I mean, like that. I lot. call my sister all the time, but there's no record. Well, I'm sure, like, yeah, you know, someone. somewhere there's. Yeah. A record of it, access but, to government. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, there's just not a record of it. And yeah. I think like maybe I should start writing my sister the letters, you know, and yeah. like and mm-hmm. having just handwritten because I would only write my grandma. But Ruby said, and then everybody at the table went, oh, Ruby said, um, 
well, why don't you write that in a journal? Exactly what you would write to her. And like, oh, you would just have this. She's so brilliant. Yeah, she was like, you would have this like wonderful, you know, record of the things that you would like to tell her. And it'd be like journal keeping. And oh, everybody was it, like, oh. she's so brilliant. <laughs> everybody was very moved by that. But and I, then it's like letters are things you can pass on. Yeah. Right. Or like a written, you know, journal or what have you. It's right. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a way to yeah make yourself journal when mm-hmm. you just don't journal. So I liked. Because yeah. sometimes it feels awkward journaling when you're like, I know what's happening. No, like I'm talking to myself. Yeah. You know. But so you feel more like you should explain things more in detail for right. your future self, but right. for the other reader to another person. And then Ooh, that's smart. Um, I know I like that idea a lot, and I think I might, I think I might do that. Um, and but I thought, you know, nobody like there's not a, a bunch of people writing to each other like this anymore. The the way that people are getting to know each other like through social media mm-hmm. and stuff is is very different. So like Visuals. it's you know, so you're reading this and you feel like they're both very nakedly mm-hmm. like being whoever they really mm-hmm. are in these letters. And social media, I feel like we do the opposite mm-hmm. where we're very Cur- carefully you're, you're curating. Yeah. Yes, very carefully curating the kind of lifestyle mm-hmm. that you want people to think that you're living mm-hmm. and, and who you are. And I think even when you think you're not doing that. Oh yeah. You are like I am it. like when I'm posting my authentic posts, yes. it's like I am choosing to post my authentic posts. Right. It's like, how am I gonna word this so that I seem authentic vulnerable yes. and I'm sharing, <laughs> but not too much. You know, right. yeah, exactly. And I, you know, there's I'm sure there's you I mean, you're thinking about what you're saying to the other person in the letter, but it's just also you can't go back and edit it. Yeah. I mean you're just giving yourself like you're giving yourself that time Mm -hmm. and reflection to write about who you are because Mm -hmm. that's the other thing is I said so then the second thing is and I maybe I'm a dirtbag but I was like what if they meet each other and they're not attracted to each other (laughs) (laughs) and I thought and you know some there was some people it's a little ageist but you know I think there was some discussion we talked about this at book club I think I just said Uh I I just said we talked about this in one of our book clubs and Mm -hmm. You know, I think some people were like, they're 60, they don't care. And I was like, that's no. not true. That's no. not true. Like, you no. do care. Yeah. And, you know, and I was Ruby like, that's crap. Yes. <laughs> I want a handsome man. Thank I you know. very much. He better be hot. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, what if they're not attracted to each other? I mean, it could be, it, they could both be attractive people, just yeah. not attracted right. to each yeah. other. Because well, then maybe they become, catnip. yes, maybe they become beautiful friends then. Right. But yeah, no, have, I thought that too. I was yeah. like, well, what if they're not? Right. And you also have, um, what was the other thing? Oh, but then, so then there is the thing where when you, like, when you fall in love with somebody, they become more beautiful, mm. but usually you know each other mm-hmm. first. Like, I, know, I mean, I, fascinating. Know, I know people who've had friends who've like, they've been friends and like, maybe the chemistry yeah. wasn't there, but the more they knew each yeah. other, like the more the chemistry grew because... Mm-hmm. They found each other beautiful Mm -hmm. on the inside and then they couldn't not see each other as beautiful Mm -hmm. on the outside. Um, So now is this, do they meet and they already think they're beautiful on the inside? And so then do they just see each other as beautiful or, or do you still think "Mm, she was taller? Yeah. (laughs) I wish she was a baller. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So I, I, those, those are the things I know. I sort of shallowly wondered about like, that's a, you know, that's a definitely a thing that could 
you know, ruin this entire thing. Because that's one thing that you, I mean, like now, like it used to be people would meet through Uh, like chat group. I mean, this, I guess the next outgrowth of this is like when people were on listservs and chat groups, they would meet each other and they would write to each other. And a lot of people did fall in love. Actually, someone in our group said that's how she met her husband, it was like a work thing, and Aww. then it became more, and it was definitely like emails going back to each other. And Did she, they send? Well, and she said, she goes, well, both of us, like, we aren't really lookers, so we no. were. <laughs> I was like, That's hilarious. Okay. You know, so she was like, we were fine. We were enough for each other or something. I can't remember exactly That's how she so said funny. it. It made me laugh. But I was like, um, you know, you just like, yes, I remember that. And, you know, I think we've talked about this. Like, I was. I'm still am part of a mom's group that mm-hmm. when we met in, like, we started writing to each other in 95 mm-hmm. through a listserv. And back then it was really hard to mm-hmm. get pictures yeah. attached. Like mm-hmm. it was not oh, an yeah, easy thing to like mm-hmm. attach a picture and it took up like a ton of space mm-hmm. and it was like a huge thing. Like um, you're on dial up anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was like, it wasn't that easy to just know how the other person looked. And so, you you really did get to know like yeah. you, you started to picture in your head what the person looked like yeah. or what they were like because of what they said and how they wrote and how they described themselves and well okay so then this reminds me of when you read a book and then they turn it into a movie and so you right. know in your head what they're supposed to look like mm-hmm. and then they don't right and then they could like ruin a book <laughs> or a it, movie I yeah guess it really can yeah. well and it does like they don't really describe themselves actually no, i mean um, i know tina does a little like just that her hair was too short to braid or something like that maybe. like something and that she was little, sturdy um, yeah you know yeah um or something like so she doesn't really yeah she doesn't describe herself very much i don't think and i don't think anders describes at himself at all and so Typical. you're, yeah, you're just gassed, dude. dudes. He's like, I'm fine, whatever. Yeah, exactly. But I would love to see this made into a movie. I want to know what she pictures. Well, maybe she pictures. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe this is semi autobiographical. I don't know. I know. I'm sure but, she pictures that he wears a tweed jacket. Yes, absolutely must. With his elbow, name is Anders. With elbow patches. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he, he has tortoiseshell glasses. I yeah. Don't know. So it was. Oh, was, and then also, though, okay. their voices. They don't know what their voices sound like. And to me, voices are so important. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like if I fell in love with somebody and then they had a voice that was just, to me, not attractive, <laughs> not I'd be like, thing. oh, no. Can we do this long distance? I know. <laughs> just keep writing to mm, me. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't speak. speak. Yes, exactly. Don't speak. Don't speak. Um, yeah, I, uh, those, yeah, well, it, it now does, I've ruined this whole story. I know. Well, it does. I mean, there, there are that, like, there are some larger questions like that, that, you know, you get swept into the story mm-hmm. and you're just like, okay, story. But then kind of when you step back, I mm-hmm. just think like, how would this work? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like when you watch movies from the old days that didn't have like cell phones mm-hmm. and like pretty much the whole plot of the movie revolved around. Not being able to get a hold yeah, of not, yeah. yeah, it's like <laughs> Home okay. Alone looking yeah, at you. Yeah, exactly. Right. So like, um, you know, I mean, she's like, she's like, I think Ann Youngson did a thing where she's like, okay, where, I mean, it is 2018 uh-huh. or whatever, whenever the book was written, um, but like. We're and we just... could pick up the phone and call each other, but we actually, that's funny. Yeah, they don't even mention they that at all. They never once mentioned, like, calling each other. Well, maybe that would have been too intimate. I think it, yeah. Hmm. That would have changed the dynamic. Yeah. 
I'm glad they didn't come. I know, me too. Well, yeah, because it would have been hard to put into the book. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked on the phone, and what we talked about was... (laughs) Thanks for telling me the whole story. Well, I mean, but I was willing to suspend the disbelief that they wouldn't call each other. I'm just going to suspend Or text each other. Yeah. Like, that they would keep the they would keep the conversation as letters mm-hmm. or like sending little things to one another. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah, I like uh, this makes me want to write my friend Kaylee. Although she's not gonna listen to this. Uh, <laughs> I wrote her several months ago and she hasn't written me back. She's acknowledged she hasn't written me back. Sorry, Kaylee, just to throw you under the bus here, but you don't listen Ooh. to this podcast. Uh, she's very busy in Vermont, being. <laughs> cold all the time. I yeah. Think. You have so, a shiver a lot. Yeah. When you're there. So I was like, maybe I'll just write her incessantly. <laughs> <laughs> she, she'll need I'll something just, to burn for because <laughs> it's so cold. Oh You'll be goodness. doing her a yeah, solid, yeah. really. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> Make sure they're real big fat letters. Yeah. Very flammable paper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad that I read this. Um, it does kind of feel like a New Year's book because, yeah. I mean, I don't. No time. Oh wait, does it take place in? Is it, no, it's in like spring. It's like it goes from one spring to another spring, basically. Right. But um, but it's you know starting new things and New Year's on a Valentine's uh-huh. book for sure, and Valentine's figuring out book. like what you want to do with the rest of your life wherever you are in uh-huh. your life. I really, I mean, we you talked about the raspberries. Like, I don't think we're spoiling anything, but there's a well, the they make an allusion cover. in the book to, um, you know, one like your life is like walking past a raspberry bush uh-huh. and you're picking all these particular raspberries, and you tr- and you think you got them all, and you turn around and look, and there's all these raspberries still on the bush. Yeah, and so, you know, there's that they're using it sort of as a yeah. meta- metaphor for your life like so one like he yeah. doesn't she reads poetry and he's never really gotten into poetry so he's like that's a raspberry that i missed yeah so it's I, really yeah that's which cool. i think is really i love that and i just i cannot believe this but i just am looking at the cover of the book noticing that I there just, are raspberries yeah, i know i realize that now on the cover of the book but um but i really liked that met- because it, i sort of think it does it applies but it definitely applies like when they so say many, so many freaking raspberries you can pick right and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that the raspberries that you picked i mean you still had raspberries than, yeah exactly you know what i mean you still had raspberries and the ones that you left maybe Right. And well, like, you just can't pick all of them. You just can't pick all of them. But like, if you decide to pick them, they're there mm-hmm. and you can go back and get them. And those raspberries will be delicious too, just mm-hmm. like your other raspberries. Doesn't does it make your raspberries less delicious? <laughs> you know? No, Which, I know. And also, you don't have to judge yourself for not picking that raspberry. Right. You were busy picking other raspberries. Right. It's hard. But that's the thing. That, don't you think that's a hard thing to it's remember? so hard. Because I, I know. Think, I think a lot of us feel like, if we move on to a new thing, we mm-hmm. have to burn down the old thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just or like. Or that if we missed out on something, that it was a failure. That, like, yeah. Or, or like can't it, wasn't it, a, it wasn't a thing worth having. Yes. Or yeah, whatever. Exactly. And the thing is, is like. It was for somebody and it could have been for you. All of those things can happen. be true. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just maybe to just get to a place where we're more expansive. expansive. Like, I left this thing and. Like I'm moving to this thing and it I doesn't make back. that thing bad yeah. and it doesn't make this thing better. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. like, or, you know, I, I could go do this thing, but I'm making a conscious mm-hmm. choice not to do to that thing. That, yes, and I, um, I'm going to be at peace with that. You right. Know I mean? And like, like, I think sometimes, especially when we're super busy, we like apologize for, mostly we just need to say that's not a raspberry I picked. No, or I'm, I, I'm picking other raspberries. Right no, now. I think about that. I'll, I mean, because they both like 
both Tina and Anders, you know, have relationships or had relationships. Mm -hmm. So I think about that a lot when, especially when I like if I've had friends or whoever who've had not good divorces Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's, I mean, sometimes the whole thing was terrible, Mm -hmm. but it's, you know, it's hard not to look back and Mm -hmm. just through the lens of like, that failed. Oh, that failed, yeah. you know, and it's like, you know what? You, it Like your journey brought you to where you are. Very yeah. time. Your journey brought you to where you are now. Yeah. And so. I know. You know that's really hard to do, though. Be okay with like, don't, don't think the raspberries you ate were terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> we're just going to stretch this. Don't be as sad as about the raspberries you lost. Be glad yeah. that those raspberries <laughs> happened. You just, no, it's true. It's you, true. Right. Or like if you like lose a job or move on to a different job or something like that. Not me. I feel great about the raspberries <laughs> I've had, but just, my resp- you know, just, like just tell me you just, liked your raspberries. Oh, I love my raspberries. <laughs> uh, but you know, or if you move to a new place or something no, like that yeah, or new whatever, city, it's like, you new have, anything yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, like if something ends not lovely, it's right. not that the whole thing wasn't lovely. But that's really right. hard for us to. Our brains don't really right. Remember that very well. Right. And to try to. And it's like sad. Things. Right. Because you're trying to, your brain's just trying to make sense mm-hmm. of things and put things in boxes so that you can like move them around and mm-hmm. take them out when you need them. Mm-hmm. And it really takes some work to integrate the boxes yeah. and to yeah. say like some things were bad and some things were good. Yeah. And, the, and it doesn't, that doesn't. And then this is the whole. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, and this also, I really like that they look at, I mean, and it's physical objects in some, in one case, but just like looking at the thing, the raspberries that are among you at the time, and then like, which ones aren't really mm-hmm. worth hanging on to anymore? You right. know? Um, yeah. Whether yeah. you're holding traditions or what have you, that just doesn't work for you or physical objects that just aren't really your thing anymore. Yeah. And, you know, like they, they make a point in the book, like they, they acknowledge it to each other and talk about it, you know, like Anders whole career is built on digging Mm -hmm. things out of the past and things that are frozen in time. Yeah. And Tina's whole life is based on like the movement of time and living things uh and uh nature and um, just being part of that cycle of life uh-huh. because like everything is constantly teeming with life and evolving all yeah. the time. Yeah. So it's, you know, for her and for him, it's not. And I think, you know, too, that other thing I looked back and I was like, you know, you like if they just met each other, uh-huh. they, you know, no, they'd they be would, like, we don't have anything in common. Right. They would not yeah. seem like a couple of people. Mm-hmm. So it's that like that's maybe a whole other lesson from the book is like, um, you know, it could be deeper raspberries than you think. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, exactly. Look for the raspberries, but exactly, just, not though. even just in friendships or mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, I mean? absolutely. And I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about like when somebody's espousing terrible beliefs that mm-hmm. you should like more. Have just to, yeah, you would not yeah. think that a museum creator and a farmer's wife, just based right. on their careers alone, like, right, would have much to talk about. Yeah, but you I, do. No, yeah, because we all do have our. Freaking raspberries. Right. We just don't, you know, there's not, a, maybe That's there's just not I a lot love, of opportunity for us to, yeah. to dig deep and to go deep with each other like that That's in real life I, anymore. Honestly, I'm going to, def- I'm going to defend social media and internet communication now just because like in high school, so many of my friends were from this like one message board. Um, God, I'm a dork. Like most of my friends total. I had very little friends in IRL, <laughs> as you'd say. Uh, but we would just get to like, and there was like a avatar picture. Like there was like, so there was some visual, but really we, though, we would just talk about like mm-hmm. 
deep issues. And do you feel like, like you knew each other? I feel like we knew each other than you really knew. well. Yeah. Then like, oh god, and better than anybody I met while I was that age in real life because I was would have right. been way too embarrassed. But even better than some people I've met as I've gotten older, just because you get to, you're just, you're able to be sort of like naked, like vulnerable. If you allow yourself, it's just easier to be, especially when they live in a t- totally different state or yeah. whatever. I mean, my kids have friends yeah. all over. I mean, I do from the mom's group. Yeah, exactly. And now I do from Or like some people Facebook. do through gaming and stuff like that. Right. Like you I just... mean, yeah, like my um, my kids have friends all over the world. And my sister was saying, like my nephew, who's, I don't know, is he 12? He's 11. He's no, 11 he's now. Jeez. 11 now. Um. He, you know, that he meets people all over the world and, you know, you have to monitor yeah. what your kids are doing or whatever. But like she said, you know, he's he's so um, empathetic about and worried about the fires that were happening oh, in Australia yeah. because oh, one of his friends was Australian. And I think oh, like yeah. how, and you, you know, how yeah. incredible that your life is touched yes. and, and that you, you know, things that happen across the entire world become more meaningful to you because you know people there. Yeah, Even if you know them from this exactly. like small little snippet of yeah. their life. Um, so, yeah, we should just all start writing letters to each other. All right. Yeah, as long as your handwriting is good. No. Well, that that occurred to me when you were talking like about being in the chat group with your friends too is like the I guess the one, the one downside is if you're not good at expressing yourself in writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe you, you are then good in person and are able to because there are people who can make deeper connections in person than i was able to as Mm -hmm. a high schooler i mean i think maybe 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 those people just self-select like Uh yeah you because if you're not if you can't express yourself in writing and you're constantly stepping in it like you're eventually going to be asked to leave the Mm -hmm. group like people just you're not you can't stay there or you're just not going to feel like it's the right thing right or you right or if you're like writing letters to somebody and you're not getting anything back, uh-huh. you're going to be like, I'll stop writing to right. this person. So, I mean, I, you probably self-select a little yeah. bit. Yeah. About who, about who does that. Although, you know, kids like now they're just, I mean, in chat groups, that's what, I mean, they're, they're just in a mess, like a chat group together. Like all the, time. All the people who work from at this place mm-hmm. are in a chat group. People in this class are in a chat group. People, mm-hmm. So it's like you and I don't know if that's, I mean, it's not good or bad. It just is. It that's just the world is. now. I mean. God. We're so zen in 2020. <sighs> raspberries. <sighs> it just <laughs> is. And you just have the raspberries that you have. And yep. you know what? You're welcome. <laughs> Make some jam. Exactly. Oh, I do toast. love raspberry jam. Except I for do the seeds too. get in your teeth. I oh, you can, you can get, get filter seedless. Those. Yeah, that's true. You can get seedless. My favorite. But the seeds are part of the journey. <laughs> yeah. Is, what's the, is it Dalfour? Is that the name of the? It's the tall. Oh, it's the tall jam, uh-huh. and it's. I think it might be French. I'm not sure. There's seedless, mm. and it's um the best raspberry that jam so good. that I've had in my life. I bet I can get it at like Omar Shea or something. You can. You can get it at. Yeah, I think you can get it at Dylan's. You can oh, get it at the Mark. Sweet. I think it's everywhere. Probably get it. Check. Get away, smuckers. It's so good. A new jam in town. <laughs> We're kicking out the jam. Uh, pump up the jam. Okay. <laughs> well, that right, default. That, yes, it is. Yes. Um, no one's actually surprised. No. Uh, yeah. So I would say this book, this little <laughs> book that's so adorable that, yeah, when you say it's like a sweet read, um, it's just, it's, it's kind of an AJ Fickery, you know, it's kind of, um, 
I mean, A Man Called Uba is sort of like this too, where the things that you're like, I don't want like a fluffy book, which is mm-hmm. fine if you want a fluffy book, and then we all yeah. do. But if you are thinking... That's too fluffy for me. Yeah, that's not really the case no, with I these. Think, I think this goes a little deep. Uh-huh. And I love when it's um, the characters are people who, like you said, are like older or have experienced some stuff in their lives mm-hmm. that give them more to introspect on. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's deep, but it's not, it's deep and it's deep in a way that you've had this experience mm-hmm. yourself. Yes. Like yeah. when the as you're reading it, you're like, yes, mm-hmm. yep. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Right. Or like, I know ooh, interesting. Yep. And then, like, I want to yeah. bring up this stuff with like Ruby. I'm going to ask her some of her. Oh, I'd like to ask my friends what their raspberries. Yeah, are. we should do like talk about that. Yeah, I want to talk about it with Ruby too. She liked the book, so the book club um, gave it a a good between four and five. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's... some people gave a little higher. Some mm-hmm. people, and some of them, you know, it was. It's also um, not going to be for everybody. Obviously. No, um, I don't think anyone really didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, the epistolary novel isn't uh-huh. always for everybody. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Um, some people don't. Yeah. So that knocked it down for some people, but the content was mm-hmm. so good that it, yeah. you know, put it up. And so they, you know. I ended up with like a four or something mm. because I love when people read it where it's yeah. like this is a two but this is a five. So. It's, yeah, it's just, yeah. just so. I mean, book club loved it. It's and we have it in, we a, have bag, it in a bag, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're, I would really recommend that. Yeah, if you're looking for a new, it. yeah, because mm-hmm. it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's very discussable. Obviously, mm-hmm. I might make my book club read it. You should. Yeah, I might yeah. do it. Do it. We're meeting next week. And I'm, I know, I'm just going to be like, hey, guys, guess what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Well, check the guys. schedule, though. Yeah. Someone might have it. <laughs> this has been an exciting <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, so, and I think this is a nice mixed age book group discussion, yeah. too. It is. Yeah. It really I really is. liked it. I'm very glad that. Uh, I'm glad that you're glad. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm you're glad, glad that I'm glad. <laughs> So I feel so glad. So, well, so next episode we will likely return to our regularly regular scheduled three parter sort yes. of thing. But yeah, I think we will. Yeah. We'll be back in the saddle, as they say. Oh my god! Okay, we should probably. Again. You stop know what that song little... like? Is that about? I don't know what's about. No, it's like a. It's an old like it's yeah, an or whatever. But it reminds <laughs> me. Uh, because they play it in in Sleepless in Seattle. Oh. Remember when he's like getting himself yes. all steeled up to go on his to go yeah. on his date or to call? I think he's to call. Um, and I just I love that movie. Oh, that's another one. I that's, love that movie. Oh. Love, love, love. Sleepless yeah. in Seattle. So you know you might be listening to this close to Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend this book. Highly recommend Sleepless in Seattle. I do too. I agree. Highly recommend raspberries. Highly recommend raspberries. <laughs> Three, three recommendations and one podcast, everybody. <laughs> welcome. Four enthusiastic thumbs up for those three items. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to watch the Sesame Street with Count. All right. Happy, happy reading. <laughs> happy reading, everybody. That's it for this edition of the Book Squad podcast. For more details on any of the books or events mentioned in this episode, visit our website, lplks.org. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe. Please rate or comment. It helps others find the podcast. 
Our Book Squad librarians are Polly Kinn and Kate Gramlich. Our theme music is by Heidi Lynn Glue. I'm Jim Barnes, and this has been a production of the Lawrence Public Library.